Hey everybody, this is Pete Brown, the big man on campus, host of Sports Wednesday. I want to say thanks to our sponsors, Hoopsters, the basketball-themed board game you can only get at hoopsters.store for donating both their pre-roll and mid-roll ads for the month of July to let us talk about Pelotonia. The Pelotonia is a fundraising bike ride that raises funds that support cancer research for the James Cancer Center here in Columbus, Ohio. Fighting cancer in and of itself is a great thing and worth your support, but here at Sports Wednesday, it's a little more personal than that. As longtime listeners to the show know, back in 2012, our musical director, the maestro Brian Hake, was diagnosed with AML, a form of leukemia, and he was treated at the James successfully. He is now seven years cancer-free and has ridden in seven Pelotonias since that time. And I know we like to joke with Maestro during our Cancer Question segment, but the truth is, he's here with us today because of the work they do at the James. I remember visiting Maestro once a week or so back when he was sick and he was there at the James, and I saw it firsthand, the amazing work that they do there. So I can tell you from the bottom of my heart, that this is a cause worth supporting. The Coach Maestro and myself will all be riding 100 miles in the Pelotonia this year, and if you'd like to donate to our rides, here's what you do. Head to pelotonia.org, that's P-E-L-O-T-O-N-I-A dot org, for my ride, backslash Pete Brown, for Coach's ride, backslash Baseball Guy, and for Maestro's ride, backslash B. Hake. And as I record this promo, I just want to let you know, Maestro's fundraising is way behind this year. So if you have to pick one of our rides to donate to, let it be Maestro's. If there's one thing I know you'll agree with, it's that cancer sucks. We here at Sports Wednesday thank you in advance for considering a donation. Good times, everybody. Good times. Now on to the show. All right, everybody, if you're doing a Sports Wednesday workout, start now and we'll tell you when the halfway point of this episode is so that you can turn around and head for home. All right, and with some energy tonight, Coach, cueing Coach in three, two, one, go. USA, USA, USA slips by Spain in a slippery, quick, and scary game at the Women's World Cup. Thanks to a penalty call that, hmm, I think I'm going to break it down and tell you exactly what happened. And then I will tell you what to watch for in Friday's match against Le Bleu. <laughs> and it's the triumphant return of the cancer question. All this plus locks of the week a fun spot to be named later an indoor sport trivia. Everybody live from the PP Dome. This is Sports Wednesday. Sports Wednesday. Sports Wednesday. Sports Wednesday. Fantastic. You know what I, I love about Maestro? It's not just his sick guitar licks. He really commits to those lines. However I write them, he's doing them. He crushes them. Leble. All right, everybody. Welcome to Sports Wednesday. This is the sports podcast for the medium fan. That means you kind of want to know the big stories, and we kind of want to tell you. And in between the two of us, there's going to be a lot of details that are going to be wrong or lost. And hopefully you're cool <laughs> with that. 
Let me tell you one person who's on this show, and then he'll introduce the rest of us. This guy. This guy. This guy spent the majority of the 1990s wearing a do-rag. <laughs> it's the coach, basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you, coach? I'm doing good. Bringing the energy tonight. Who else is on this show? <laughs> this guy. This guy. This guy once held an auction on eBay to name a softball team because they couldn't afford to buy a bat since no one else even had one. And damn it, it worked. Mr. Zap Jake himself, BMOC Pete Brown. How you doing? That's a good story. We got to tell that story sometime. It's a great story. $238 we got. (laughs) Beautiful. The Zap Jakes. And I don't want to forget this guy because this guy. This guy. This This guy guy. throws one of the greatest tailgate spirals that when people walk Mm -hmm. past at that tailgate, they whisper, is that Namath? Nope. It's the maestro, Brian Hake. How you doing, buddy? Oh, you really, you're sucking up to me. I am sucking up to you. I do. I am proud of my tailgate spiral. And it's, it's a motion that's really unique, but boy, does it deliver. It just, it's just a tight, beautiful spiral. And the the pinpoint accuracy, too. Oh, you can just lay it in. Just drop it in. Okay, I think enough about Maestro Spiral. I could talk for hours. I'm going to give you a swirly, BMOC. I'm I'm just excited because this is a good show tonight. This is my favorite kind of show where I basically assign all the work to you and Maestro, and I just pretty much make the trains run on time. There you go. Excited mm. about it. Uh, also, just wanted to, to give some shout outs. Uh, we were at uh, Coach's Place over the last weekend for a graduation party, and I met a lot of Coach's posse who are all listeners to the show. That was really cool. I, I liked meeting everybody, a great group of guys, and I really appreciate that they listen. Uh, and I think we got some uh, segment ideas out of that, out of our conversation. Oh, absolutely. Right, yeah. So, yeah. So, shout out to, uh, to Coach. Is that his A team that you're always talking about, Maestro? Uh, yeah, it is. I think. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, I, I want to apologize because I didn't really hang out with them too much because I was hanging out with the ladies, <laughs> drinking white claw, drinking white always. claw with the ladies in the shade. Back in <laughs> back in college, you know, we'd have uh, parties in the dorm room, and Meister would just be in the corner playing his acoustic guitar, and then he'd go home with the prettiest girl. It's, it's a good place I'm not to be. Bitter. I am not bitter. Not at all. All right, folks. Before we get into it, I just want to let you know, you can follow the show on social media. We love the social media, although our posting frequency lately doesn't seem to prove that out. On Instagram at Sports Wednesday, are we still at 120? Yeah, last I checked, we're, we're sitting there right at one. And a buck 20? Two zero. Uh, yeah. And then over at Twitter, where we're Sport Wednesday, that's Sports Singular Wednesday, uh, I think we had another bot purge because we are down 300 followers. We are at 1,174. Hey, uh, hey, uh, I got a question for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I noticed on Twitter that uh, you have some you have some sort of auto function that thanks the people for following us. Yeah, yeah. I tried I tried that out. I set that up uh, about a week or so ago just to see. Interesting. I noticed that, that it was singular. It was like thank you for following me. Yeah. That's uh, that's true because it's it's the Sports Wednesday podcast, a singular entity. Mm. Noise. So if it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it it did the applet didn't let me customize the message at all. Mm. So if, it's if a nice it, one. If it was the plural Sports Wednesday, I wonder if yes. it would allow you to say us. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the technologies, Maestro. I'm just glad it's working. <laughs> 
But you listening at home, of our hundreds of thousands of listeners per show, follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, and then you will receive an auto-tweet back with your Twitter handle in it, and we are thanking you for following us, but we're doing it from a singular perspective. (laughs) (laughs) That was so well explained. Now everybody's going to understand it. Let's just get to the morning commute. Rip it. She even performed for you bastards. Leave Benny alone. Wow, sounded great. Sounded a little extra edgy tonight. Uh, morning commute. We try and do the show in a morning commute and evening commute. Uh, we try and keep them equal lengths. We've never actually done that. And we <laughs> hope they keep the overall length of the show down. And it's never actually done that. But you know, we got a format. We're sticking to it for the time being. I'm excited, though, because we are cleansed of hockey. We are cleansed of basketball, more or less. We're talking World Cup. Uh, Women's World Cup going on. Team USA was a, a heavy favorite to win this thing. Uh, they struggled against Spain, and they won on a controversial call. And I wanted to pull in former high school goalie coach Matt Longley to break that penalty down for us and what went on in Team USA's 2-1 to win over Spain. Well, I, I, I've watched that that clip from different angles and and I've watched it several times in real time and in slow motion. And there's just no way other way to put it. That was a horrible call. Like that call should have never been made. Like here's, here's what should have been, should have happened. The ref realizing that it's in the 75th minute and we have a one, one tie in the world cup. I mean, it's, it's such a ticky tack like foul and, and then give tip your cap to the USA player that flopped like a fish out of water and they bought it. And then the worst part about it is that they have this video review system called VAR and they still got it wrong. So what was the point of having it? So, I mean, good for USA. That happens a lot in soccer. They, they make calls like that and, but I, you know, that's like the foul at the end of an NBA game. Like you swallow your whistle. Like I know it may be to the letter of the law, but I feel bad for Spain. That's a tough way to lose. It was uh, light contact. Yes. She came in with her foot high uh, and, you know, brushed the player. And, it, you know, what I read, people were saying, like, if, if it was reversed and that call had happened in the U.S., oh, like we would be been burning nuts. down cities. Correct. And then I did learn something because I was listening to, um, I think it's Julie Foudy, who played on the uh, the 99 Cup that won in the 2011 Cup. She, she was on there for at least one of them. And she was talking about that foul and how it was sticky tack too. But she said that because the cleats were shown and the cleats are high, and once once yeah. they review that, if the cleats are up and it's, it's, it's deemed uh, – a penalty because your intent seems to be not to get the ball, but to get the player. So, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, good for that, but that happens for every in the world cup and stuff like this. There's always stuff like this, that where eventually, which could be the champions dodge a bullet and, mm-hmm. you know, squeak by. And, uh, and you, you're a big fan. I know of flopping in soccer. Oh, just a huge fan. Yeah, I you know, and it's you. just it sucks for the goalie too because I've been in that situation where you have nothing to do with it, and all of a sudden now you're standing on the line, 
and everybody wants you to stop that ball. And it's next to near impossible to do that. Yeah. Well, sorry. Sorry, Team Spain. It sounds like uh, coach is saying you got screwed. USA. Um, USA. But the U.S. does move on and they are playing the tournament favorite and the tournament host, France, Les Bleus. On Friday at 3 o'clock, you can watch that game. Uh, guys, maybe we should think about going out and watching it somewhere. Because uh, this is really the premier matchup in the World Cup. Uh, the top two teams going head-to-head. Maestro, break it down for us. What does Team USA have to do to win? Uh, score some goals. He's not the best <laughs> in the business for nothing. <laughs> No, I, I think this is going to be a challenge. I mean, honestly, USA started out like a gangbuster, right? They won 13-zip, and they won, th- what, 3-zip, and now they squeaked by. I think they're ripe for an upset. I think this could be this could be one of those moments. You know, they're playing in Paris against the host team. The host team is pretty good. They're probably the second-best team in the World Cup. I think there's a lot of momentum for France right now. Um, it could yeah. be tough. Yeah, I did read like we should have been well ahead of Spain in that game, but we were making dumb mistakes. And it sounds like if if we're going to hang with France, we we can't do that. We cannot make dumb mistakes. And, you know, there was a friendly against France earlier this year, I think in January, and we lost three to one. Now, I Mm -hmm. know that uh, we didn't maybe didn't play a few of our best players. So there's that. And it was a friendly match, but still we lost. So I think France might have that a little bit of that in their back pocket thinking, you know, we can beat this team. Well, and then they've also seen uh, the playbook, how Spain played them. Yep. Yep. Now, now keep in mind too, France really struggled against Brazil too. They, they eked by that game. So I think, you know, both teams are coming off maybe a sluggish win. Mm -hmm. They need to step up and uh, see what they got. Cause this really is the final. Whoever wins this game should probably going to skate, skate through to the final. So yeah. uh, what's your prediction? Goals and I think, everything. I think USA wins. I think it's a close game, but I think it's going to be, I'm going to say. Yeah. Four to two. Four to two. Six goals. Okay. BMOC. All right. How about, uh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to say USA also, but I really, I really do agree with Maestro that we're ripe for upset there. I mean, you know, team France playing at home. Yeah. The men just won the world cup. Uh, over Croatia. I just stored that in there. Go, oh, Croatia. Right. Yeah, go Croatia. So I'm going to say, and let's make this worth a point here. If we okay. Get yeah. I'm also going to say USA, but I'm going to say two to one. Mm, gosh, I don't want to go against, I'm not going against the United States. I'm yeah. going to say it's one nil. Okay. USA. So I'll be honest. I have, other than watching that first game, I have not watched the world cup. Um, but I, I wanted to ask your. <laughs> All right, thirteen minutes in, edit and post. Um, I will say this is the point in in World Cup, whether it's men's or women's, where, where I really lean in and start to get pretty interested in it. Yeah. So the winner the of this game round. goes on. Yeah. Yeah. And they go on to play the winner of England, Norway, uh, whoever advances. So here are the odds. This is what uh, Vegas is saying. France is, uh, by the way, soccer odds are weird, but I can explain how they work. France is plus 240. 
and Team USA is plus 115. What that means is if you bet $100 on France, it's going to pay back 240. I think there's a 44% chance of winning, I think was what I saw. That's right. And I saw France around 28%. Mm -hmm. Team USA plus 115. So you'd have to bet $100 to win 115. Hmm. Okay. That's on top. That's on top of your money. So you essentially double your. So if you bet a hundred dollars, you get two fifteen back if they win. Well, there you go. You know, it seemed easier when I when I read it, and then I started trying to explain it, and I made it more complicated than it needed to be. Yeah, why can't they? Fun. Why can't? Why can't they be horse odds for everything? What? Yeah, uh, so what? What if you were to bet ten bucks? Would that just be twenty one bucks? Twenty one fifty. I was told there would be no math. Yeah, what'd you do that for? So, uh, I could check the skeevy horse racing app that my wife put that money on. I think they, <laughs> but you have to show your license have a, to yeah. get it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, that's good. Uh, good World Cup breakdowns. Good medium breakdowns. Both of you, nice work. I assigned those to you, not knowing if you knew anything about these things. Yeah. Well, well. Uh, I, but I am excited, and uh, I will definitely tune in to watch that game, whether I'm at work and it's on a little screen in the corner of my computer, or uh, if we go somewhere and eat some wings and watch it. Yeah. Be fun. <laughs> so. I mean, three o'clock on a Friday is perfect, right? We're working summer hours. Coach, you're a teacher. You don't. You don't work ever. Uh, <laughs> so so let's keep that option open. Yeah, like it. It's a good option. All right. It sounds to me like it's time for the fun spot. Yep, you guys ready? Fun spot. Fun All right. Uh, super excited. Uh, fun spot was you tonight. Coach, what, what are we doing here? What do you mean, what are we doing? You are in charge of the fun spot this mm. week. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah. See how it says on the show, she says, fun spot, colon, coach, question mark. That wasn't I, think I even texted no. you guys and said, coach, what's the fun spot? I got crickets. I got, no, I, 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 I wasn't in charge of the fun spot, so... What did you think coach question mark means when it's in the fun spot? I, I don't know what it means because it shouldn't be there because that's crap because you didn't, you didn't give me the fun spot. I, you gave me the other crap. I did all that stuff, the, the soccer. And then I did, I've got a, I've got a final well, thought. No, that, I wasn't supposed what, to, I wasn't what, supposed to do it. No, that's did, crap. That's, that's. You son of a. everybody that was uh that was just a little bit of fun so uh here's here's the reason why i had another altercation with coach they're becoming fairly regular on the show and the reason is the coach is a jackass oh i'm sorry i didn't have a huge bowl of no. idiot today like you did <laughs> i was talking to, to pd the social media intern about these dropping numbers and you know he looked at me and he said it's not rocket science just add sex and violence so <laughs> Added a little violence. I hope you people job. loved it. Yeah, he's doing a great job. He's I'll not just what. good for peeing. Here's what we're actually doing in the fun spots. Uh, Coach reminded us that way back on October 9th, we predicted who won some yeah, of the NBA's year-end awards. That's right. Uh, and here's how that shook out. So the winner of the MVP was the Greek freak, uh, Giannis. 
Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. Is that right? Ante, Edwin Encarnacion. Yeah, that's a tough one. That I'll, I'll get it. Ante if, he, if, if he wins the MVP again, I'll definitely, I'll definitely learn it. But he's the Greek freak. I think he's deserving of it. Oh, he was awesome. Did you see his speech, though? I did not. Oh was, my god! It it's it's worth that. it's worth dialing up. It's it's really good. I mean, I'm not a. Okay. I mean, it's it's really good. Check it out. All right, check it out. Let's. Uh, I'll tweet it out this week. Let's maybe put something on uh, Instagram about it as well. Checking out the Greek Freaks acceptance. Uh, Maestro, you picked LeBron uh, back on October night. Yeah, no point there. I went with Kevin Durant and Coach. You picked LeBron, so that was zero for three on MVP. Uh, the rookie was Luka Doncic. 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 And Mavericks. both. Uh, yeah, good job. Coach and Maestro, plus one back in October predicting Coach, that. I thought it, Coach just copied me. He wasn't mm-hmm. ready. Mm-hmm. ready. As usual, I thought it would be uh, Mar- Marion Beasley the third. That was a pretty awesome. That was a huge, so, great pick. But Well, that's how that shook out. I've added those totals in in the evening commute. You'll hear uh, what our current standings are. But before we do, I said, okay, here's what the fun spot is. Create your own award and bestow it upon an NBA player. Okay. So, uh, and I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll go first to give you guys a sense of what I'm after so that you can, in your heads, change whatever you're going to say on the fly. Uh, <laughs> so I, I've created the annual NBA, the Bat Suit Has Nipples Award. Okay. Okay. And, you know, it's, uh, you're all excited for a new Batman movie, you're psyched for it, and then, all of a sudden the bat suit has nipples and you're like, what the, what the <laughs> hell happened? And of course it goes to LeBron James and the LA Lakers this year, right? Because what the heck happened there? They were all excited. I'm, I'm just saying we knew they weren't good enough to go to the finals, but to miss the playoffs entirely, man, that is bat suit nipples. If I have ever heard it, <laughs> that is that embodies the nipples on the bat suit. Very good. So I will, uh, you know, I'll make a certificate or something, send it to LeBron, and maybe he'll like post his speech on on Twitter. Oh, and it'll like be that. it'll tug at your heartstrings just like the Greek freaks did. Yep. How about you, Maestro? What do you got? I I had two ideas. Uh, Always. <laughs> one I was thinking was uh, most tattoos. Oh. 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 I was thinking maybe that could. Be an award for J.R. Smith at the at the Cavs. He's got a lot of tats. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, the, other one I was, the other one I was thinking was best shoes. I know all these guys. <laughs> all these guys have their own custom shoes. So, so yeah, let's have a little shoe contest. Let's see who's got the best shoes. And who who would get that award? Because you got to get. I, I like the uh, the Nike PGs, the Paul Georges. Okay, they almost, they almost look like uh, Mondrian paintings. Got a lot of all kinds of geometric oh, shapes on them. Very. You I, know, I'd it's say- going to Lavar Ball in the Big Baller brand shoes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I ask you a question, Maestro? This I some I've never asked this before, but do you uh, do you know about or do you understand sneaker culture? I don't know. No. Okay, because I don't. I I do know that there's, yeah, there's fanatics out there. Yeah. Cool. You just know a nice looking shoe when you see it. I just knew the, sh- the shoes when I looked them up before the show, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Those are pretty cool. Very good. Pretty cool. 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 
All right, Coach. All right, so mine uh, kind of falls similar to yours, BMOC. Mine's the new Coke Award, which it seemed like a good idea at the time, but it really didn't seem to pan out because people freaked out. And uh, I had three finalists, so uh, they were they were all invited to the award show. It was uh, LeBron James and the Lakers, uh, Chris Paul and the Rockets, and Kyrie Irving and the Celtics. And the winner was LeBron and the Lakers. I, I, I know he's, he's, he's won again, um, but it sure seemed like a great idea at the time. Let's go to LA. Let's, let's get some LA magic. Let's change the name to the LA dream. I mean, let's see what happens. Oh, dream. And, uh, and boy, it's, it's, it's been a train wreck. And I, I'm going to tell you, I don't think don't he say it. Don't it. say I it. I don't think he's going to make it better. I just don't, they don't have it's, it could be really bad for the Bron Bron. Could be really Coach, so nice award. Good work there. I, I see Kyrie not winning that because he just was going into a situation without a lot of help. But I could see Paul George sneaking that award away because he's going to play with the beard. That's right. Or Chris Paul. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. And yeah, thank you. I'm sorry. Because with LeBron, we're like, oh, he's going to play with a bunch of randomly okay True. Young now, player, you know what you know we might have to we might have to recount that that actually is a great point because I, I was looking at chris thinking that that he did make that choice he went to go play with the beard and playing with the beard is not great for a point guard because you don't touch the it's, ball <laughs> yeah it's magically beard delicious it is oh well they just looked at the 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 scores looks like they tied looks like chris paul got the uh the second award all right well good done. times all right well that wraps up the fun spot Dunna, 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 fun spot. Dunna, 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 fun spot. Guitar sounds different, but because it did sound a little different. Yeah, is that a different guitar? I, I just figured you guys guitar to me going, oh, and then I got a good oh. guitar. Yeah, I like it. I like that. Was that, that was really that was acapella? It was acapella. It was. Oh, we heard a lot of good that. stuff. I'll tell you what, I keep having visions as I'm riding my bike training for Pelotonia of us building a set and doing this as a live stream. Uh, and Maestro's got like a little, you know, music director area where he's got his guitar on the whole time. I love that. I want like to Paul Schaefer. I'm like a Paul Schaefer. Hey, man. All right. Hey, man. All right, everybody. As you heard in the uh, pre-roll up top, the generous folks at Hoopsters, the only basketball-themed board game you've never played that you can buy at hoopsters.store have donated both their pre-roll and their mid-roll spots on the show on Sports Wednesday through the whole month of July to let us talk a little bit about the Pelotonia. This is a fundraiser for a cancer research at the James Cancer Hospital here in Columbus, and it is near and dear to our hearts because that's where Maestro was treated for leukemia in 2012. And he has now seven years cancer-free. He's ridden in the Pelotonia each of those seven years. Each week throughout July, we get to ask a cancer question. Here's the best part. <laughs> Coach has the opportunity to steal. So I asked a question, and Coach can buzz in and steal, although Coach has not had cancer to our knowledge. No. I. But if he wants to, he has the opportunity to steal. And I also want to say, before I ask tonight's cancer question, uh, if you are a listener and you have a cancer question of any type that you want me to ask Maestro, uh, tweet it at me or, or DM us on Twitter, or you can even email it to sportswednesdaypod at gmail.com, and we'll use it on the show. All right, Maestro, are you people, ready? People love to ask cancer questions. 
I think I don't know that they love it, but I think they're afraid to. And what we're doing is saying, let's talk about it. Please, let's talk talk about cancer. Let's normalize it. All right, Maestro, are you ready for a cancer question? Fire away, BMO. Coach, are you prepared to steal? I'm uh, I'm gonna listen first and see if it's the right time. Okay, very good. <laughs> so just I want to just do a little resituating since it's the first one of the year. Uh, Maestro, you in 2012 had gone to the doctor because you had a cold you couldn't get rid of. It was uh yeah, that's right. And and then they did blood work, but then they sent you to another doctor where you found out you had the cancer. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, my uh, my regular doctor was pretty confident that it, my counts were pretty bad. But yeah, she sent me to a, I can't remember what they're called, so, the, the blood doctor. Yeah, but so you were you were with your wife when you got that news? Yeah, she went with me by, it was recommended that she go with me, and I think she yeah. was not prepared for <laughs> Right, I gotcha. Oh. Like, was, what... Was it just done silence? I mean, I know a lot happened right away. Like you, you got sent down to the James and checked in and all that. Was that all like same day or? No, that was the next day. So it was a Monday. I'd gone to the doctor on Friday. Um, she gave me like, it was like a Z pack or something for my, yeah. for my cold. And uh, I felt actually felt really good. And then she called me on Monday. I was at work and she's like, Hey, uh, you need to go. <laughs> to this clinic and have your blood pulled again and she's like oh and take your wife too she's gonna need to be there with you and i was like "Ooh, yeah i gotcha i think she told me a little bit more like uh your counts kind of say that maybe you have leukemia Mm -hmm. um so i was i was sort of prepared and i think i may have may or may not have mentioned that to my wife but i think she was kind of in denial like yeah right hoping that it wouldn't be yeah yeah. Okay. So my, I guess my question is, when was the first time that you remember being alone with the fact that you had cancer? Like when your family's gone and nobody's visiting you and no nurses are in the room. I mean, do you remember that? Like when it was, you were finally alone? A dark place there, BMOC. I'm not going to steal this one. <laughs> <laughs> um. Gosh, you know, it's funny because I mean, you, you are in your room alone, but, um, there's always people coming in and out of your room and you know, the, there's, there's always people around, but I would, I would have to say, I think when it sort of really hit me, um, I was being, I had to get a bunch of tests done before they could give me the chemo because it's really, really harsh on your body. Right. So they have to test like your heart and they have to put the Groshong in. So I was like getting carted around that whole first day, like them wiring me up. Um, But when I was kind of waiting in the hallway, like I was on a gurney kind of laying there um, waiting to get my heart checked. And I think that when it was just like this, holy shit, you know, is this really happening kind of thing? Hmm. Yeah, and this probably was not the case, but when you just set up that image of you laying on a gurney in the hallway, mm-hmm. I saw an orderly standing next to the gurney smoking. <laughs> it's 1972. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thanks. That's uh, that, that. See, it's getting harder because I've asked you so many cancer questions over the years. So again, yeah. listeners, if no. you have them, send them in. Uh, and man, you're, you know, Meister, you're 
you're a strong guy and I always admire your strength. And, and, you know, I was down there visiting you at least, you know, once a week or every other week as much as I could. And I was just always amazed at, at the strength you showed as you were going through that. So good on you. Oh, thanks. It's time to turn around. You've run too far. It's time to go. And you know who you should cheer for when you get home. Man City. So if you guys want to donate to the Pelotonia and your donations actually fund cancer research, they don't fund the swag we get or the porta potties or the orange slices. All that's covered by corporate donations. Your donation funds research. You go to pelotonia.org. That's P-E-L-O-T-O-N-I-A. Pelotonia.org. For my ride, it's backslash Pete Brown. Uh, Coach's ride, I love this, is backslash baseball guy. I'm a baseball guy, I'm a baseball guy, I'm a baseball guy. Or you can donate to Maestro's Ride at backslash B-Hake, H-A-K-E. And I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, Maestro's fundraising is way behind this year, like by an order of magnitude of 10 times. So (laughs) normally I say go donate to my ride, go donate to Maestro's Ride. He needs the donations. Well, my corporate sponsors are, uh, they're struggling this year, not hitting their numbers. It's crazy. (laughs) It's crazy. It's like, this is the guy who had cancer. He shouldn't be the one in third place in our fundraiser. That is not a contest he should be at the end of. All right. So thanks again to the the kind and generous folks over at Hoopsters. Remember, you can go to hoopsters.store and find out when you can buy a Hoopsters game. That's uh, the best basketball-themed board game you've never played. That was the cancer question. Let's bring the energy up for the evening commute, maestro. Time for the evening commute. This is where we like to update our ongoing scoreboard. We make some locks of the week, which will you'll you'll earn lots of money if you wager on them, and we'll do some trivia. Little final thought. Uh, uh, just uh, one last say, uh, thought, Coach. I thought you made a good call not stealing the cancer question. Thank you. I appreciate week. that. I'm so, I'm waiting for my moment. Good. I know you're an itchy trigger figure. <laughs> All right, so last week our locks, uh, we, we did Major League Soccer over-unders. We had to pick an over-under for a game that happened this past Saturday or Sunday. Uh, Coach picked the over of two and three-quarters goals uh, in the Rapids against the Whitecaps. That ended up in a 2-2 tie, so that's a plus one for him. Uh, Maestro went the under on Houston against Portland. It was also two and three-quarters, and Houston won that game 4 nil. You guys like how I said nil? Mm-hmm. I love that, that you're very authentic. Thank you, I am. And I looked all this up in the tables. Ah, tables? Liverpool. And, yeah, I took the over in Columbus, Kansas City at two and three quarters, and it was Columbus won Kansas City zero. So Meister and I were out of the points. Uh, Co- Columbus now, actually won. That's fantastic. It is fantastic, yeah. And uh, Okay, so Coach, uh, this includes now uh, Coach's plus one from the NBA Awards and the plus one from his last week lock. Still in third place, 33 of 64. Maestro, uh, his plus one brings him into a first place tie, 35 of 64. With me, I uh, pick up no points this week, 35 of 64. It's tight. It feels tighter this year than it's been in a long time. It's tight. This is going going to be a tight finish. You guys didn't give me any points. March Madness. 
Oh, are you? St- is he still? He gave it to Hop again. Give it to that Hop. <laughs> hop, Hop one. Legitimately, yeah, we are, it's just we wicked are stupid about it. A little behind, a little behind the scenes. Sports Wednesday info. We are we're almost aligned on a final T-shirt design. And so oh, hop, you're gonna love it. I'm just gonna tell you that right now. You're gonna. Love I'm it. just gonna say right now. I've, we have probably 175,000 people watching the live stream right now. They just all took out their wallets and they're saying, "Just take my money. Just take it. PayPal. Just send it. Just just float it to us." Locks of the week. All right, guys. This week's lock. Uh, there was a qualifier that I forgot to put on the show sheet, so it didn't go on till late. And so, oh, okay. if, you, if you need time to reconfigure, oh, geez. what is oh, it? It's okay. I'm gonna go. We, we have to we have to throw out the Dodgers and throw out the Orioles. Okay, that's fine. Okay, so we're throwing them out, and so basically we're saying what major league team will have the most wins total or the most losses total uh, by next Sunday night? That's June thirtieth because we record on Monday night, so we're not going to do Monday night games. So basically, I'm not saying how many wins happened this week. I'm saying next Sunday night I'm going to look at the standings, and if you said. It's the Padres, and the Padres have the most losses in all the major leagues. You get a point. Oh. Oh. Uh, that wasn't the way I did it. Season long, and he's okay. Yeah, because if you throw out the Dodgers right, and the Orioles, right. it's quite close. Okay. I thought we were just picking who would have, like, let's say they the would most have four wins. Four wins within that time. Yeah, yeah and it just seemed like it'd be easier for me not to have to count that up. Yeah, okay, so I'm going to have to just give it a quick look. Yeah, you guys go ahead and give uh, pull up your ESPN, give the... the... Yeah. Give it all a look. The one, the one thing that the BMOC is responsible for, he botches. He pulled a long way on that one. Right, here we go. Well, all right, so. And you don't have to pick both. You can just pick one or the other. Oh, all right. Okay. All right, my pick still works. All right. Okay. You're in third place, so you're first. Buddy. All right, so I'm going to go with most losses. I'm pit- I'm picking the Pittsburgh Pirates. Pirates most you're losses. Your gas. Mm. Now, do they have to be the most losses in the major leagues or just in their league? In the major leagues. Let me double check that. Oh, check no. Oh my gosh, you, no! That that's not my pick. Are you? Are you you're audibling. I'm way audibling. Okay. All right. I'm gonna go. I'm going. How could I not pick them? I'm picking the Marlins. For I know they burned me, but I'm picking the Marlins. As yeah. the most losses, I'm saying. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they have most uh, my. They, they currently right have 47 right now. Oh, okay. wait a second. That as C and the Mariners have 47. Now, so it's, you know, I you got do that because then Kansas city has 52 already right now. I know. So five was it. No, nope, I'm going, I'm, go, I'm, I'm, go, I'm going with the odds. Then I'm taking Kansas city. I'm All right. Bosses. I like, I like to think negatively. All right. We're going to take, um, we're going to take Kansas city. Yeah, because uh, Coach is in uh, third place. We like to let him kind of make a couple picks. Cool. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's cool. 
Cool. All right, Maestro, what do you got? Cool. I'm going to cool. go with the Yankees. Cool. 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 Yankees yeah. with the most cool. wins. Mm-hmm. All righty, that's a good pick, a solid pick also. Most losses, and I'm going to pick the Blue Jays. Ooh. Okay. So they got two losses to make up to catch the Royals there. Come on, Toronto. Come on, baby. Just don't do it. <laughs> Just don't. Well, uh, let me apologize to both our listeners and to my co-hosts for making the lock of the week unnecessarily <laughs> complicated. That is truly a page from coaches. It really was. You pulled a long way on that I, one. I so, honestly, I just didn't want to have to go back through all the scores and count them up. I'm with you. So my, my guess is that coach pick was a, went Homer and was going to pick the Indians to win four games in that time period. Cause they're they were on my list of choices. Yeah. Yeah, I believe they won tonight. No, they didn't. They were up 6-3, and they gave up five runs in the ninth. Oh. To to the Royals, all yes. right? Royals, keep winning. Let's win, Royals. I know that. God damn it. The little-known fact, Kansas City Royals have the most triples in the major leagues. That, that park. That's a triples park. There you go. Lost of the week. And uh, speaking of little-known facts, I think it's... Trivia. Trivia. It's time for Trivia. If you like to stay indoors, if you really enjoy doing games indoors, well, we've got the trivia for you because this is indoor sport. Tra, 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 trivia. Trivia. Right. That's any sport that is primarily played indoors. Primarily played indoors. Primarily. And uh, kicking us off with the six-part question is coach. (laughs) I knew you'd do that. All right. Well, I had it up, and now it's gone. Kicking us off with a quick two-part question <laughs> is Maestro. You guys ready? Yeah. yeah. All right. I went with gymnastics. Oh, wow. I don't think we've ever talked about gymnastics on No. It's a, it's a good call, Maestro. Thanks. All right. So uh, I'm going to keep it pretty pretty high level, so the me- very medium for you guys. But I am going to tell you. I'm going to ask you, who was the first gymnast to be awarded a perfect 10 at the Olympics? Mm, would that be Nadia, Nadia Comaneci? Yeah, that's part one. You did get that right. Ding, ding. Part, ding, 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 part ding, ding, two ding, ding. is, can you guys name which Olympics that was? It was 76. 76. <laughs> Montreal. Montreal. Very good. Ding, 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 ding. Part three. Oh, you have a third part? Yeah. What ethnicity was she? Romanian. Romanian. Guys are on fire. Wow. Part four. We have high Nadia Comaneci. Part KK. Part four. Oh, wow. It's, it's getting a little bit more complicated. It's the name of her coach. How many more perfect tens did she have at that 76 Olympics? One other. Four. Wow. You say one, you say six. I said four. Said four. It's six. Damn. Four. That's yeah, impressive. She was, she was phenomenal. She ended up with uh, three golds in that in that Olympics. So Good, good job, time. guys. Wow, wow that, that was good. Some high gymnastics Olympics knowledge. That was. Very good. All right, Coach, how are you doing? I'm Let's, good. I got it. Mine's going to be very right. quick and to the point. I've decided to audibleize and just go with the one part instead of the 13 parts. Um, my indoor sport is arena football. 
Go, Columbus Destroyer. Go, Destroyers. And mine is a simple question, which I think you're going to get, but I thought I'd throw a, a softball at you. This guy. This guy. Who is the only member of the Arena Football League Hall of Fame and the National Football League Hall of Fame? Oh, man. Only one person. Is is this a person we would know? Yes. Yes, it's uh you, shoot, you, know, it. I know, you know, I know it. You know it. He was the Yep, yep, you know it. Oh, I know it. I know it. It's Kurt Warner. Yeah. Ding 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 ding. Nice. Nice. But I got to tell you, I went down the rabbit hole and like I was going to do a huge very uh BMOC 12 part question on the rules of Arena Football League. Mm-hmm. And I learned a lot of Did you know that the goalposts are actually 15 feet high? But they're only, I think they're maybe ten feet wide instead of fifteen, so they're yeah. taller and thinner, skinnier, yeah. skinnier. Yeah, I, that's impressive to me. Yeah, I've been. I saw some highlights of Columbus on the news the other day, and I, was, I think that'd be good to go and take in a game. I've never seen one. Yeah, me too. I've never seen one. So, uh, and probably we go. We could just play. Oh, they actually let you do. There's a fan participation part. Too. Oh, I got the spiral. I got the spiral. Spiral. That would be awesome. All of a sudden, Maestro has this whole second career as an arena football league quarterback. <laughs> Bad capital. Yeah. Kurt yeah. Warner was stacking his, groceries and playing arena football and his, uh, his old jacket or whatever. His wife's it. on the sideline saying he can't play. His calf is hurt. And then he's out there going, I beat the cancer. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's funny. So I am uh, I'm bringing us to table tennis. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll, I'm going to do a progressive like my, my like Maestro, I think. Okay. Schnitzky. Can you name mm-hmm. the first time table tennis was an Olympic sport? And I will say I, this, it's in our lifetime. Okay, so I'm going to go 19 19 72 Olympics. I'm going to say 84. Wrong. It's going to go to Maestro, but it was 88. Very wow. good. Wow. It's only been around that long. They did not. Uh, yeah, it's only been in Olympics since 1988. Hmm. Uh, what, what country do you think has won the most medals? I want to say it's China. Yeah, I would have to say an, an Asian country for sure. I'm going to go China. Thank you. Uh, we would accept China and not an Asian country for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 45-37. Edit out Maestro's racist note. Well, no. I mean, because like yeah. Thailand's, Thailand's good too. No, no. I got you. Okay. So you're both correct. China is, uh, yes. is has won the most medals. There's been 100 medals awarded since 1988. Over, under, and China had 42 over I'm the hundred, sure. the over under is forty two. Oh, I'm gonna take the over. I'm pretty sure Forrest Gump beat China in ninety the ninety two Olympics, right? Mm-hmm. Was it ninety two? Nice, nice. Uh, that does wreck me doing this Forrest Gump joke later, but it's okay. <laughs> you really have one? I really did have. have oh. That's all right. I'm sorry. Hang on, forty six twenty three. He's he's making you work tonight. All right, so Maestro over under on forty two medals for China. Which one? What do you take? What do you I'm gonna take? say under. That's a lot. I'm gonna say under. And it goes to coach. Yeah. Everyone 
53 of the 100 medals. Wow. Any from you know, any from the U.S. So 12 total countries have won medals of these 100 medals. And I'm going to ask you from first place we know is China down to 12th place. Where do you think U.S. ranks? Oh, I'd say we're 12th. Yeah, we're definitely not in the top 10. I'm going to go... Uh, Maybe not 12, maybe 11. I go 15. I'm going to give that to Maestro because we are not on the list. We have not oh. won any medals at all. Oh, okay. I thought we This were- is where I was going to say Forrest Gump did not actually compete in the Olympics because, as it turns out, he is a fictional person. <laughs> as it turns out. Isn't it funny, though, that we, we thought of the same thing? That's right. Oh, you guys are so in tune. It's so cute. Yeah, Forrest Gump lied to us. We have never won a medal in table tennis. Uh, the number two country is South Korea, 18 medals. I suppose I would have to accept Maestro's answer of some Asian country for sure. <laughs> and then Germany, Germany has seven medals. And then everybody else is like two or three. Okay. That's crazy how good China is at table That's tennis. insane. That's it's, pure dominance. I hope that doesn't steal your final thought, Coach. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. All right, because I think it's time. For final thoughts. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. All right. So my final thought um, has nothing to do with China and and or indoor sports, but it does have to do with sports. Um, I was, I think one of, I don't know what it was. I was reading an article and they were talking about the movie. Um, they are talking about Kevin Costner was talking about something and he was talking about his favorite movies that he did. And he was talking about Bull Durham. And then of course, they brought up Field of Dreams, and then I was thinking about Tin Cup, and and I was thinking about sports movies, and and I think every dude that's a sports fan does this. That as longer the longer time or as time goes on, the sports movie that you think was great gets greater and greater and greater and greater to the point where it's a masterpiece. It made me think of this because you were suggesting what was the movie that you suggested for uh, our friend Kevin, uh, the Last Picture Show, right? Yes. Yes. And it's one of those things where you had to go back and view it to make sure that like, oh, it held up. Yeah. Crap. I I suggested this movie and I was thinking to myself, which I I, I think I'm going to do this. And I thought maybe I'd throw this out to all of us. Is this about Jim Cotta? Jim Cotta. No, that movie holds up like a, oh my God, that's (laughs) a beautiful movie. Um, No, but what I thought we would do is because I I do that. I mean, I always say, you know, Bull Durham's a masterpiece. I love that. You know, I, I still talk about, um, the Bad News Bears, the original one, about how much I love it. It's it's one of my favorite movies of all time, and and, and Field of Dreams, and the and you even brought the Natural up this weekend. Mm-hmm. It made me think. That's right. So I think what we need to do, and I'm I'm putting this challenge out to the three of us, and I think we all need to be film critics, and we have to pick one of our favorite sports movies, and we have to watch it like a film critic, and then. One of the shows that we've all decided once we've picked our movie, we'll say which one we've picked. We can give it some time. Next show, we'll say which one we're doing. And then we can do one week. We each give our true review of the movie. So and, is it, am, am I reviewing my pick or do like I review your well, pick? Well, we could do it either way. I just threw it out there. Like we could pick one and I, I give, that's even better. I give you a movie and then we just each give each other a sports movie and then we watch it as a movie critic. Okay. Instead of this, you know, I mean, because I mean, I think we, we all have our favorites, and I think we should just change our lens and see if it still holds up. I'm, 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 I'm hoping it does, and I'm sure it does for most of them. But 
I mean, I went back and, and did a deep dive and saw that like a lot of these sports movies, which a lot of them do, got horrible reviews. Yeah. You know, like Major League did not get good reviews. But yeah. I mean, you know, everybody loved the movie and it did well. Or I don't even know half if they all even did well. Now it's it's you know, they're cult classics. So Yeah, by the late eighties, I think they had the formula nailed. Yes, they did. Do we have to watch it as a film critic, or we just watch it? Well, as no, like just watch movie? it and review it. Like, like this, we don't have to do like, like break it down. But I think break it down. Like this is a movie, you're seeing it again for the first time, so it's got to be one like that you haven't seen yeah. in a while. So then so I'll you- be like, hmm. Coach asked me to watch Jim Cotta, and I watched <laughs> it. And here's my take. <laughs> and here's my take. Does yeah. it still hold up? would your kids watch it and would they still like it? Like, that's another thing. Like when you, Oh, I love that movie. And I'm like, they might look at him like, this is, this sucks. And yeah. Like, oh yeah. Well, you know, I liked it. So, so, and we'll do this uh, one week at a time. So we'll, yes. Okay. We'll call them true well, reviews. So your, your homework for next week is just come with, come with two or three movies so that can we, we do it now? Let's, I bet we could do that. Do it now. Let's do it now. Yeah, I could do First, it. Maestro, could you give us a true review stinger? Yeah. All right, I have a coin here, Coach. I'm going to flip it. Heads is me, tails is Maestro. Okay. On, on who has to review the movie you're going to assign, okay? Okay. Why don't we just do Kevin Costner movies? You're going to believe it actually landed on its edge. <laughs> uh, it's head. So that's me. Okay. So you're reviewing it. Yep. Okay. I'm going to have you review Field of Dreams. Okay. Okay. Yep. All right. Okay. So now I got to flip this coin again. Yep. Uh, heads is Maestro. Tails is Coach for my movie. It's head. So Maestro, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to give you this movie because I only saw it when it first came out and I thought it was pretty good and I keep seeing it on Netflix and I, I want to watch it again, but I haven't. I'm going to give you mystery Alaska. Oh, well, I, I love that movie. So that was the one I picked for when oh, we did our hockey. Right. Uh, should I go older? Yeah. Don't go that one. Okay. That, he's got a, he's got rose colored glasses for that one. I got I you. I do love it. I'm going to give you Rocky four. Oh, that's a good one. Which one is Rocky four? Who does he fight in that one? I will break Drago. And I haven't seen that play in 30 years. I know. So. All, right. All right. So coach you or mice, are you assigned coach a movie? All right. Uh, since you're a baseball guy, yeah, he's a baseball guy. I'm a baseball guy. I'm gonna give you the replacements. Okay. Keanu Reeves. Oh yeah, nice. I know the movie. Footsteps, Shane Falco. All right. All right. So that is a whole. So the final thought just birthed a show segment called True Reviews. It should actually be called True Reviews, asterisk, asterisk, not including Jimkata. <laughs> <laughs> Coach is having me rewatch. Review is Jim he's, yeah, he's having me rewatch Field of Dreams, which I haven't uh, seen since the late '90s. I'm sure. Okay, that's good. Um, I remember reading the book in graduate school. I did a, a whole 
paper on baseball movies back then, and that was when I analyzed. Maestro will be watching Rocky Four, and then Coach will be watching The Replacements. Excellent. And this has been True Reviews. True Reviews. It's going to. It's going to need a riff. It's going to need a good one. Yeah. But I think you right. got one in your head. Rants and yeah. corrections. Break out that riff next week. All right. Does, do either of you have anything that you have to get off your chests? No. Any rants? Any corrections? Anything? Mm, I think I have a clean sheet. I think I'm good. We're going once. We're going did twice. You, uh, did you have any... Uh, I'm curious. Did, did any of the of uh, coaches A-team give you some advice that like really like shocked you? surprised you no i mean what was nice is uh they would all share like different things that they liked about the show or things that they they thought was funny and that was good uh and then he like just talking like we're we're toying with this idea of doing a segment called brush with greatness where instead of actually interviewing athletes which we have proven frankly (laughs) incapable of doing (laughs) we interview people who have actually had interactions with athletes and they just tell us about their brush with greatness. And then I also noticed at that party, Coach, that a number of the wives want to be on the show in one way or another. Very much so. Yeah, so we should figure that out as well. And I think if we do that, like if we bring on someone to, to be a guest guest host on the show, they get the show sheet just like everybody else, and they, we got to loop them in. I love it. Oh, that'd be- and I, I do know that our wives are conspiring to start their own anti-Sports Wednesday podcast, which is pretty funny, too. Yeah, that's a, it's a bit of a pipe dream, I think. It's just something <laughs> I like to talk about after they've had three white claws. Exactly. They're no sports Thursday. Yeah, exactly. Guys. I, I don't have any room to produce another podcast at this time. <laughs> just don't, is this like Cable Guy? I just don't have any room right now yeah. for any new friends. The nine podcasts I produce is taking up all my time. <laughs> Do a hell of a job on seven of them. I'm not going to tell you which two I think you suck at, so. All right. Uh, Coach, could you bring the Irish guy back to close us out? I sure will. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to go through the old pasture, past Jimmy McCannellhenny's pub. You're going to suck down a Guinness. You're going to look, look in the peat, and you're going to find David Blatt. He's not going to be the real David Blatt. It's going to be the David Blatt bobblehead. You're going to pat him on the head, and you're not going to say top of the morning to you. You're going to say, go to bed, David Sports Wednesday's done. David Black. Damn, did you whip out the cult? I did. That's badass. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's Sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Haig, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times.